0: New security update for GTA Online, combat's mod menus. So good news everyone! GTA 5 Title Update 1.66. security implemented a new data protocol in GTA Online to improve the security of network sessions and player-to-player messaging. Fixed an issue that w- could result in a player's GTA Online experience being modified by a third party, including altering GTA dollar balance, RP level, bad sports sat- status, and other player stats. Manipulation of players being kicked or crashed. So basically, we had a security patch. While you can't be kicked or crashed anymore or have your entire account compromised in that way, they didn't stop everything else that mod menus can do, like just teleport you around and stuff or kill you over and over again, uh, drop money for you and all that stuff that mod menus were able to do prior to a month ago. So me being a streamer means I will still be screwed within that way. Although it does now seem possible that invite-only sessions are now actually secure, meaning modders won't be able to join me. Basically, can I go back to playing GT Online after this update? Yes. Will mod menus still exist? Of course. Therefore, I'm going to be taking roughly the same precautions as I was taking before to prevent people from screwing with me. Creator of the account breaking mod menus for GT Online apologizes. This is apparently a post from the dude who first put the features in a mod menu. that are breaking people's accounts and stuff and getting them banned. I fully own that I fucked up. I am as sorry as a man can be and all I can do is take extreme ownership right now, be better and lead myself to a better life as a better human again. Those malicious features shouldn't have been added ever. I believed that North was in such a bad state that we needed something to boost popularity in the modern community. So adding those features seemed like a good idea. I was wrong. I'll be posting a tool tonight, open source, that can be ran once to unbrick your account if you or your friends don't want to load up a menu to fix it. Again, I'm sorry for releasing this into the public, Full change log can be found here. Not everything was addressed in this update. I wanted to have these features removed ASAP. More bug fixes to follow today. I have often wondered how cutthroat the market for mod menus is, because there's quite a few of them out there, right? And I suppose you want to do things to stand out, to have features that no one else has. But the second you add a feature or find a way to do something, another mod menu is going, "Oh, we can add that too." If this is true then it was just a dude trying to get popularity, trying to get some more sales, went a bit too far. It still doesn't justify it and still seems fucking terrible because mod menus in general are goddamn terrible. And of course mod menus in general have had terrible features that have screwed with me for years. It isn't just these crashing bricking features that have come out now. It isn't like the normal effects that a mod menu has are benign and don't ruin other people's experiences of GT Online. Not just my own. So it's hard to feel sympathy for this dude, because he sells something that specifically harms and makes the experiences of other people worse. Do you think there are grounds for a lawsuit against Rockstar? Who the hell would want to spend potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars fighting Rockstar for this issue? Something so ambiguous. Who would know the law enough to know whether or not they really have a case? You probably have to, like, already have lawyers on retainer, that you just always have looking up stuff, and you're just like, hey, can you just look into this and see if we have a case here? which I don't think most players do have. Yeah, countries, yeah, like the EU or something could be like, this is representing a privacy concern or just a general safety concern for people in the EU. So we're going to crack down on this, but it's not going to happen, I don't think. That'd be way worse than this, I think. My son lost his GT Online account, complaining to me every day. I will not have this happen again. Rockstar, fix your shit or we will sue you for billions of dollars! The Puss in Boots 2 movie leaked on TikTok. Have I seen the new Puss in Boots? The entirety of the Puss in Boots movie is on TikTok in like, five minute chunks. I didn't watch it because that just seems like, ridiculously dumb. But I've seen enough memes of Puss in Boots that I basically know what happens in the movie. Just by scrolling TikTok. I actually looked up how to watch the movie. But it's only in cinemas, and I can't be fucked going in the cinemas to watch it. If it was on any streaming service, I would have been like, here's my money, give me the movie. There's a lot of movies like that where I, they, they blow up in cinemas, and so people make TikToks or whatever about them, and then I get interested, but I can't both go in the cinemas, so I never see the movie. Explaining the thought process behind my shorts editing. Your short on being banned was hilarious. I laughed so much. I have watched that now like 17 times. I love that short. Like, It's funny, every single time after I make a short, I always reflect on all the different things that I could have changed. The slight subtle timing differences, the location of the text, you know how loud the music is and stuff. Making one of these shorts, it may only be like 15 seconds of actual footage, but it usually takes like hours to produce at times. Because you have to like be very precise in what you're doing. You are at risk of being banned every time you live-stream and discuss speedrunning strategies. I'm sure killing yourself would be faster. Ah, yeah, why don't you just kill yourself, guys? I mean, in the game. So, it's funny that this came out around the same time where people are getting banned because of mod menus and people are like, oh, I thought that's what you're gonna be talking about. (laughs) The reason why the screen pans to the left is because there was no additional footage before this clip for me to, like, do this voiceover for. So I had to be creative. And this is just like a, a freeze frame that just moves across. And it also showcases that I'm playing GTA V, and so it's not jarring. I mean, it, to what degree people would recognize this GTA V as a separate question, but I think the text keeps people engaged and interested, even while it's scrolling. When I moved into here, like, I had to draw a distinction between me speaking and me reading someone in chat. And I couldn't think of like the best way to do that. So I said speedrun it in chat, but I was like, are people even gonna be able to read that? It goes by so fast. And see how thick this outline is? I found that with a thinner outline, the text in the background, like obscured this text. But in hindsight, I think I would have rather just having a, a thinner stroke. I think it would have looked a lot better. I'm sure killing yourself would be faster. Uh. So, this R, like, should I have just said A-R, or maybe I should have said um instead? Like, R almost sounds like I'm scared. Ah, but that's what I went with, and I, I, I kind of regret it a little bit. Uh, ah, yeah, do- Like, these are some subtle cuts, right? The original clip, I think, is, like, twice as long as this, but I'm, I'm, like, doing timing exactly what it needs to be. I wanted Yeah to be separate from the rest of this text, but it would flash on screen so fast that you couldn't read it. And I found it drawing, so I left it in here, even though I think it looks funky. Don't you just kill yourself, guys. See how long that timing was there? Any time you leave like an opening for people to scroll off when nothing's happening, people will leave. And so I had to think, is it worth having this pause for comedic effects if some people are gonna leave? And I thought, yes. Without that pause, the short is infinitely worse. I'm actually interested to see if people clicked off then, actually. Let me have a look not significantly, which is good. So the timing must have been pretty good then. One interesting thing is this is what my average short looks like, this gray area here. And so usually for the first three days, the shorts are constrained a bit, and then after three days they go whoosh. I wonder why that is. Why is it that so many of my shorts after three days blow up? Maybe the algorithm's testing it, in smaller groups, and it's like, well, you've got enough views in the first three days, so we will just blow you up now. It's like this is like the, the the testing period for shorts. I'm happy this is getting a bit more love here because this is the short of Franklin versus Michael. This alternate ending for GTA 5 shows what should have happened when Franklin tried to take out Michael in ending B. Hey, man. I, mean, I don't know what I did to deserve. This was so Fucking difficult to edit, both for Pacifist and for this short. In Pacifist, I had to condense down Michael's dialogue here without having hard cuts showing Michael just jumping around the screen. Because it's actually a very long monologue that's not very good for, like, like a fast-paced YouTube video and certainly not a short. But for the short, it was even worse because the original footage here was like a minute 15. I had to cut out 15 seconds without ruining the entire scene. Like when I edited it the first time, a minute 15 is what it required. Like it was better with a minute 15. And keeping all the elements in 9x16, very difficult. It's very subtle, but different scenes in this are squished in. They don't have the same ratio as they normally would. And what's annoying is because of him saying motherfucking so early, the whole thing gets demonetized anyway. So in February when it gets demonetized, I'm not getting anything out of this, but. Like a lot of thought goes into these shorts. A lot of thought goes into all YouTube videos that people who don't make YouTube videos or don't make good YouTube videos can't appreciate. The video that popped off though, the Trevor one did really well. Slowing down now but uh, the Trevor one was definitely more engaging than the Franklin and Michael one but I, I think they're both good. So I, I want the other one to do well as well. It's this very weird thing where on some level, I don't like shorts. It seems like such a stupid format but when I make something and I work to tinker with something, so if it it's just perfectly right, that it does well in the Shorts algorithm, it feels good. You can kind of look at it from in speedrunning terms as like, one of the segment runs versus a full speedrun. Like, a full speedrun is more satisfying and it feels more real because you're speedrunning the entire game. But a segment run is like, more consumable. It's a short part of the entire whole. And so, it's easier to do, easier to get through, easier to master. And so, while not as satisfying in its mastery, it, you can still gain satisfaction out of that. My Clips channel has returned. So, the Clips channel has not been posted to for over three months, almost four months, in part because it wasn't really doing well in the end, because the algorithm changed and the strategy of uploading like a, just a ridiculous amount of clips didn't seem to be doing well. It just wasn't worth the time, and so I just called it. But now I'm doing something new. I'm having Karim, Silva, and maybe Wella's Well as Well, It's always funny because Well's name is Well in sentences like that, but anyway I'm having them go through the videos that I produce and clipping out the things that they think are Like the best stuff that will make sense as a short clip And then I'm gonna have them give them to me and I'm going to pick out the best ones and Edit those best ones to be more than simply just a clip from one of my videos I will improve it. I will shorten it. I will add stuff to it potentially to make it fit more as an individual clip rather than just it being a portion of a larger video. There's 17 that have been done now based off five videos and the plan is to release like two a day. Did it tank subs during inactivity or not really? Nah, I mean I lost like a thousand subs a month or something but you got to remember that most people do not unsubscribe from channels. It just takes too much effort. You just forget you subscribe to them and then just a million years later they upload a video and then you unsubscribe. So when like when the first video comes here if it's not good then there's probably going to be a lot of people who unsubscribe because they're like, Oh, I remember this channel. Fuck that dark vibe that you (laughs) didn't unsubscribe. So long story short, it's coming back. I don't know how good it's going to be, but the main reason I want it done is because I want more clips that I can potentially use for shorts on my main channel. Because eventually I will run out of shorts. So I need some system that can go through all my videos to find the really raw, amazing stuff to make into shorts. Will YouTubers earnings decrease after this change? This video was interesting to me. It's amusing to me that Captain Sparkles, once upon a time, like a massively huge Minecraft content creator, still makes Minecraft videos. But I had no idea who they were, until they made a video. He made a video being like, I don't like the algorithm and I'm giving up or something. And that video got recommended to me and now like whenever he does one of these videos where he's just looking into the camera, talking about stuff, they always get recommended to me because I've watched most of them that have been recommended and, you know, that's how the algorithm works. But this one, he talked about something I had not considered, where in February, the shorts are now going to be fully monetized and the revenue is going to be shared between YouTube and the creators making the shorts in various different percentages, the details don't matter. But one thing he brought up that I hadn't considered is that Companies might just take some of their advertising budget that they normally put forth onto long-form content and put that towards short-form content. So my long-form content will start making less money because that's how that works and your shorts will make up for that, but it won't be like I will make the same amount of long-form content plus shorts. It'll be long-form content goes down and shorts goes up. And I, I was like, yeah, I suppose that's conceivably possible. But for me at least, my shorts are going so well that it's inconceivable to me that my long-form content could reduce in revenue to the degree that shorts won't make up for that. Like, my shorts are going great right now. I've released some true bangers. I have 322 left to go through. Some I look at and I'm like, um, oh, these can't actually be made into shorts. Oh yeah, actually this one's better than I realize. But there's definitely some other bangers in here to release. And what I'm hoping is that this trend continues into February. I've got a week left. And I hope that the monetization of shorts is actually significant, which it might not be because monetizing shorts is quite hard, right? Because the content's so short. If you've never played this game, you're not a real gamer. How much are you getting paid to play on stream? It's so insulting to how good this game is that people ask that question sometimes in chat, like you do not understand how disrespectful you are being to a game that like defines a genre. This game, is legendary. This is one of the indie darlings. It, it, it is sad to me that there are people growing up right now who have not played nor will play this about I mean, this is an expansion for it and, uh, by, by another dev team, but still, another whole team was willing to make an expansion for a game they didn't even make. That's how good this game is. Looks a lot cooler having knowledge. Yeah, it's it's a game that takes time to understand. It's funny that every single person they played this game for the first time makes the mistake that they just pick all the cool cards. It is for beginners of this game. Don't just pick all the cards. Sometimes you want to not take cards. It seems like a simple bit of advice, but it's honestly the best advice you can get in this game. Is this more than the public? Yeah, it's it's public. It's what's it's called? The Downfall. It's uh it's on it's on Steam. It's got its like own Steam page. It's a whole new campaign, it's got a new character, you can play as bosses and like defend the heart and stuff. It's apparently pretty nuts. Someone was telling me that the people who made this are like a bigger dev team or bigger company than the um people who made the original game. It's got like the seal of approval of uh the original devs. What do you mean by the modest developer approved? They mentioned it in patch notes as a great way to play the game again. My thoughts on the first Knives Out movie. So I watched uh Knives Out yesterday because I liked Glass Onion so much and I uh quite liked it. It was very good. A little bit of it sucked because like You know that like a lot of what you're being told in the beginning is clearly misdirection and so you're sitting there the entire time like So all this is nonsense. How is this all going to be recontextualized to mean something different? Like the best mystery is One where you aren't even expecting a mystery to me, but if you're going into like a detective sort of movie I I you just know there's gonna be a twist My ongoing internal struggle between wanting to help others and wanting to keep to myself One day, I will effectively retire from video games, and I will just make essays, dude. They'll be not successful, and they'll be watched by like 10 people, but I think they'll make me happier. That stuff just makes me very uncomfortable, dude. As weird as it sounds, I don't like talking about people. I don't like attention on myself. I'm constantly conflicted, because I like to keep to myself, but there are things that other people do that harm others. It really rubs me the wrong way, and a lot of it I I can't talk about because I don't feel like I'm qualified or know enough but the handful of topics that so I do feel qualified, I feel like I have to say something even if it feels uncomfortable for me to do so. Cause I just feel guilty not doing something. But uh, I'm a very conflicted person. You think I'll be successful with it? Nah, dude, like um, I don't really have that kind of presentation uh, bitterly. Like I'm not very good at reading scripts and stuff. I mean like, I sure I'd get better over time, but I just, uh, I struggle. Explaining the attention economy. Previously, I thought people intuitively understood this or like it was just something you picked up via osmosis kind of thing. Attention is a finite resource. There can be only a finite amount of things that require attention at any given one time. Take MMOs. There cannot be an infinite amount of MMO games that are all successful because there's just not enough people with enough attention to be able to give the MMOs the attention they need for there to be an infinite number of them. Because there's a finite amount of attention there can therefore only be a finite amount of successful MMOs. I can't tell you the number that that is, But that is the case. Whenever anything new comes onto the scene, whatever attention is applied to it necessarily has to be taken from somewhere else. Because attention is always applied. Even if all you're paying attention to is what's in your room. This is how people aren't famous anymore. That is a good way of putting it, where there can only be a finite amount of famous people. Because you can't simultaneously pay attention to literally every single person on the planet at once. In the same way that you can't watch an infinite amount of YouTube videos. You have a finite amount of attention that you can only give to a certain amount of digital products at a time. Not all things require mutually exclusive attention, but this is what the attention economy is about. It's recognizing that literally everything can't have infinite amounts of attention, and everything that gains attention takes from something else. When Among Us became ridiculously successful, it isn't like new people came to exist or new time came to exist. It was simply that people stopped paying attention to other things and started paying attention to Among Us. And the reason why Among Us stopped being successful is because people stopped paying attention to it and started paying attention to other things. So this concept I thought like just everyone will understand. But the more I talk to people who support reaction content, they don't understand this. They assume that it is impossible to take a viewer from something. That if a person is presented with something and and watches that a lot, that can never be a loss for anything else. When in reality, it has to be by necessity. Even if what experienced that loss is that that person would have spent a couple of hours looking at a wall or something. Which wouldn't be valuable to anyone, but you know, the attention would move from somewhere else.